0: Going Greyhounds, for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, February 6th. My name is Kat Ernst, and joining me to talk all things Greyhound Racing, as he does each and every week, is Tab's Greyhound guru, Jared Daffy. Good morning to you, Daff.
1: Good morning, Kat.
0: How is sunny Queensland this week? Uh, it was a big week last week, obviously, with the Gold Cup and the Gold Bullion finals. It was great to be up there and some exciting results.
1: Yeah, it certainly was. Um, Val Policella. Uh, won the uh, the Gold Cup and of course Morton an enormous well both were actually enormous runs to win their races so uh, that's the end of the carnival here uh, and the action moves south obviously we've got the Australian Cup series um, beginning this week but it was a very big week in Grand Racing there were lots of future races on everywhere
0: Absolutely it was. We're going to get into the Albion Park content a little bit later in the show. First off, we'll kick off back here in New South Wales. Uh, The first feature event that we're going to target in on is the Richmond Straight Track Cup, which was won by Shall Not on Saturday morning. Let's listen to that replay.
2: Clint keeping last one in. They're all set. Racing. Come out okay. Shall not going forward on the inside with Sam's blue boy. collided with big Frank Benner and coming across. We're on one. Shall not moved up and hit the front. Shall not over. We're not one. That still shall not nicely clear. Come into the line. We're not one. Won't get there. Third will go to sales blue boy. Oh, Clint keeping rattled late. Might have got third over sales blue boy. Then
0: came in. All that was Sam's shall not mission. taking out the straight track cup. And Daffy is an absolute superstar up that straight isn't he he's almost unbeatable
1: yeah well overall now 40 wins from 60 starts that's an unbelievable record he's a December 19 whelping so he is getting on in years cat and it was interesting to read after the race I think it was Darren Sultana said that he'd had uh, he'd had an injury leading in and you know it was 50-50 whether he was going to even um, contest for the uh, for the Richmond Cup but I think a fitting result he has been the dominant factor in straight racing now for some two years
0: yeah, he's been a brilliant dog, and just uh, continues the association that Darren ha- had with uh, the owners Terry Hill and George Cruz, because um, of course they had uh, Mister America leading on mm. before him, and he was another dog that was just so potent up the straight.
1: Yeah, well, I've between that combination, I've certainly dominated straight racing at R- Richmond. Well, now probably three or four years, if you if you count Mister America in as well, but. It's, it's not as easy as what you think winning up the straight. Uh, you know, we see plenty of good dogs beaten at Capella Bar, Heelsville, and also Murray Bridge. So for him to dominate the way he has, he's clearly got a massive engine.
0: Definitely does. Now, the other feature event on Saturday was Saturday night at Gosford, and it was the Summer Six Hundy final, which was taken out by Father Rick.
2: Ready. Racing now, like wildfire slow. Father Rick out quickly. He's looking for the lead, the favourite, and he'll find it too. Father Rick down to the judge leads from Hazability. Third, the rail, Nangar Lucy off the Richter's running onto the outside. They're followed then by zipping Ronaldo. Like wildfires, drop back last pass by zipping Caleb and Agent Spaghetti. Father Rick off the back, he leads by two in giving strong chase. Has ability off the Richter's winding up, and they're followed zipping Ronaldo. Father Rick at the home turn, he's defying them. He's two lengths in front, has ability off the Richter. Come, but Father Rick all the way. Father Rick beats home off the Richter. Third has
0: ability for zipping Ronaldo. Like wildfire. That was he Father Rick taking up. out the Summer 600 final at Gosford on Saturday night. And, Daph, this boy is in absolutely potent form. You want to talk about um, old dogs. This fellow is also getting on in age. He's actually well the same month as shall not and uh, arguably in career best form.
1: No doubt about that. And, of course, we had Ray Webster on last Tuesday. It's, it's amazing how many people come on this show and then their greyhounds win. Uh, it, was, uh, it was interesting to see or hear on Saturday that Ray, I think, had had a fall at home and uh, spent the morning in uh, in the hospital and I think he got out just before the race was <laughs> due to be run. So it was a fitting result. He used to form Greyhound over the middle distances uh, in New South Wales and that was a pretty good field One thing that stood out to me was the betting moves. Now, like Wildfire, Got a start in the field off box one. I get he's a popular greyhound, but uh, he ousted Father Rick as favourite. Uh, I think most would agree that Father Rick was probably going to be the leader, but uh, that's what happened. Like or like, actually got out okay and got into a winning position at the judge the first time. It just lost a heap of ground after that and was running on at the finish uh, to be beaten six lengths, but you can't take any way, anything away from the winner. He was just simply too good once again.
0: Yeah, definitely. So he's now won the Dapto Middle Distance Championship. He took out the Sir John Dillon Memorial on Melbourne Cup night, and hmm. then he, of course, ran a placing in the Golden Sands up there at Albion Park. So he's proven he can do it on the road as well. And I know Sharon and Ray were pretty keen for a start in the Rookie Rebel uh, down at the Meadows in a fortnight. He's got to get time. a start. Uh, he's got to get
1: a start with that form.
0: There's, I could not see a logical way that he would miss out. But um,
1: no. I'll tell you what, he'd be hard to beat too. That that. That start at the Meadows, uh, provided they've had a run or two there, you know, they come out, you, you start on a bend as as you do with most of those, but you emerge from that first turn, and if you're in front, that's a big walk-up start.
0: Yep, definitely. So it will be all eyes on the Rookie Rebel fields when they're announced in a, a couple of weeks' time. Um, that event is obviously being moved this year. Um, it used to be run on Zoom Top and Tem Lee night, but it's now been shuffled back to the last night of the Australian Cup Carnival because... Uh, the Australian Cup is now a three-week series. So mm. um, if those of our listeners are wondering whether when the Rookie Rebel is going to be on, it is on the last night of the Australian Cup Carnival. Now, the other feature event to touch on here in New South Wales this week was the Musselbrook Cup, and it was won in track record time on Sunday afternoon by Ritza Deborah.
2: And racing. Ritza Debra from the centre of the box was cleanly away, joined to with Dan Seuss in the early stages. Have to go gets up in a prominent spot, third and followed by Leg Speed, Marundi Boy, Embrace and Special Isle. Down the back, Ritza Debra leads away by three lengths from Dan Seuss, hot in pursuit. Four lengths away in third is Leg Speed. Have to go is next followed by Embrace, Marondi Boy and Special Isle. Coming to the point of the corner, it's Ritza Debra in full flight has raced about six lengths in front of Dan Seuss. And leg speed but it's all Ritza Deborah wins the Musselbrook Cup close goes second in brace rattling home over the top there of leg speed and dance. it was a
0: quinella for Mark Daniel and Frank Gatt of course leg speed getting uh, second place over the line there at Musselbrook and uh, he's another one that we spoke to on the show last week daft Mark Gatt so it was a good result for for listeners uh, of going greyhounds last week they had plenty to fill up on if they managed to, to have a bet
1: well, it was, and the and the thing that stood out to me, Mark had the two faves, Richard Deborah and Legspeed. Legspeed broke that record in his heat the previous week, and like a Deborah was a little bit slower, but he was very keen on Richard Deborah, uh, saying the way the box draw was, he thought you know she could lead, um, you know he expected her to run a lot quicker, and that she did. I mean, she ran thirty-two seventy-nine in the heat and came out and ran. in the final, just giving nothing else a chance. She's now won nine from 14. Uh, After the race, you know, the talk was 600. Well, she ran 571 the other night. I know it's a tight-turning track, but 600 and perhaps 700 going forward. So they're going to have a lot of fun with her.
0: The funny thing or the interesting thing I thought was that Mark Gat said that he never thought she'd be a 600-meter dog. and No. Um, but he took it at DAPTO, I think, to just get an air confidence run after she was getting belted around a bit at Wentworth Park. And uh, she actually came out and ran 34.14 at DAPTO, which is absolutely airborne. Yeah. Um, and that's when he, he, I think, identified that she was going to be a 600-meter dog. And that 571 at Musselbrook is a very tough run. So uh, she's now won three in a row. And I understand her next target will be the Country Classic uh, which will be run at Dubbo next month it's uh, the final there is on March 16 so mm, I think it should um, be pretty
1: hard to beat around there
0: yeah absolutely that's going to be an absolute rip roaring series We've, we're going to see dogs like Father Rick Ritz and Deborah going around in it of course Um probably Sandstorm Rico a dog that's pretty close to my heart and um yeah Palawar well,
1: Jack what do you get back for that
0: uh, yeah probably I would say so considering he, he's more or less a local to out there isn't he and mm, yeah um, And then, you know, you're going to have, no doubt, Andy Lord's going to have a few and and Mini Finn as well. So um, I would have thought that that's going to be one of the hottest series uh, in New South Wales um, leading into the golden Easter egg. Um, Up next, let's dive straight into the Albion Park feature racing and Morton's win in the gold bullion.
2: Racing. Bears bullet began well, so did Magistrate. Down the outside was all-natural. Cluster is handy, followed by Morton, Sanvi, another chance, and Scarlatti Into the first turn and all-natural crossed. Leads by three over Magistrate. Third Bears bullet, followed by Cluster. Morton goes up in the centre, followed by Sanvey, another chance, and Scarlatti Down the side, it's all-natural. Three in front. Morton starting to eat up the ground. It's all-natural in front. Morton is charging home. All natural, all natural is all class and won the group one. Beat Morton.
0: Poor Bunny got the call wrong there over the line, Daph, but we won't hold it against him. It was a very tight finish. Morton getting the nod from the judge in the gold bullion and he really has stamped himself as one of the hottest pups in the country.
1: Well, we were there, as you know, and the listeners would probably know. I thought all natural had hung on as well, but when you saw the slow-mo, it was pretty obvious it was close. And he actually... One by half ahead, Morton. So fast was he coming. But uh, I didn't appreciate the run until I uh, got got home and had a look at half a dozen times the next morning. He found a lot of trouble, Morton. He's gone to the next level. You know, he's still a young dog. He hasn't had many starts. But uh, he's putting it together at both ends now. And that's not the last time we're going to see Morton feature in a group one.
0: Definitely not. So he's now won the Queensland Derby, the Group 2 that was run earlier in the month. He's now won the Group 1 Gold bully and He's won 13 from 20 with five minor placings and just over $400,000 in prize money. The last race to recap this segment, and um, we've got her owner standing by, is Val Policella's win in the Gold Cup final.
2: Racing! Val Policella midfield away. Pearly tears won the start. Down the outside was Drill Sargent. It'll cross them. Checked early. Pearly tears. Big Susie Senisha. Val Policella got a long way back. It's Drill Sargent in front. Down the straight the first time. Pashua second. Third center late. Val Policella gets into fourth. About eight off the leader. Followed then by Sorority. Ahead of Pearly tears. Big Susie and last of all Sinesha. Running down the back. And Drill Sargent leads the Gold Cup. By four lengths over Pashua. Val Policella trying to go through the centre. Word around with scintillate running on, coming to the turn. Drill Sergeant in front. Here's Val Policella. It's sweet. Val Policella. My four in the end over drill sergeant. Third by the scintillate Pearly Tears
0: the Sorrent. She's an place. absolute superstar, Val Policella. That was her first group one victory, and we're now fortunate enough to be joined by her owner, Sandro Bacchini. Good morning to you, Sandro.
3: Morning, Kat. How are you going?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Just listening back to that replay, it must still send a shiver up your spine.
3: Sure does. <laughs> it's uh, just uh, an absolute thrill to see her win a race of that calibre in that fashion. It's just you know, something you dream of, isn't it?
1: <laughs> and, Sandro, after the heat, she had a few knockers, um, thinking she might have been flat. You know, she's better than that. We, we all knew that. Uh, But I tell you what, it didn't deter punter. She was back for an absolute fortune in that final, 4.20 into $2.40. But once again, when I had a look at the replay a few times on on Friday after the race on Thursday night, in a pretty similar vein to Morton, she didn't have a terrible lot of room most of the way around. It was a a fantastic performance.
3: It was, it was. Yeah, uh, going back to the heat, um, Tony explained to me after the race that the one dog basically never left her alone from the... From the catching pin, mm. almost through to the um through the 600 meter boxes, he was, every time she went to angle into, inside, he he kept taking her running and pushing her off the track. So she never really got a chance to um to get into a stride till close to the home turn. You know, normally by that time, she's steaming at about 58 or 59 kilometers an hour, but she's probably only going about 56 or 57 at that point. You know, so yeah. um so you know like um yeah so. I wasn't too phased by, by that, and you know, I had a good bet on her, so I'm not worried about it.
0: Now, she obviously started a career in hot form. She won a heat of the Vince Curry Series um, this time last year. It's amazing to think uh, the trajectory her career's gone on since then because she's now made seven feature race finals over the staying distance. Uh, she won the summer distance plate at Wentworth Park. She won the Christmas cheer at Wentworth Park. She also made the bowl trees down at uh, Sandown Park and I believe it was the Top Gun stayers down at the Meadows. So yes. uh, you must just be absolutely pinching yourself to have a dog like her, Sandro.
3: Oh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things that you just, you know, you just never expect to happen, really, at, at the end of the day. You just breed a breed litter and you hope you get a couple of city winners out of it and um, if it's been anything better than that, you're, you're pretty happy. And uh, but to have one like her is just... Um, you know, it's like out of this world. To be honest, yeah, I'm just on top of the world, really. As far, Sand- as, far, as, far as that's concerned. Sorry, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah right.
1: Sandro, you, you ventured up to Albion Park on Thursday. And I, I don't know whether you are aware of it when you're watching the race, but the roar from that crowd uh, when she burst through on the home <laughs> turn—that was something you just very rarely hear. Or she's really the pin-up girl of greyhound racing in in uh, in Queensland, anyway.
3: Well, I was certainly adding to that, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't think I heard it. <laughs> no, she is, she is, definitely. She's very well appreciated up there and I really, um, really um, love the Queensland people who have taken her to heart uh, as one of their own. Yeah.
0: And now we went out to Tony Zamet's property on the Friday to uh, to meet Val Policella oh, yeah. and give us some cuddles. And yep. Tony was telling us that you had an early flight home on the Friday morning, so you weren't Unfortunately, able to crack open a few bottles of wine, but you did celebrate with some fizzy drink in the cup.
3: Certainly did, yeah. Well, apparently, I was told by the Zamat clan that it was a tradition to drink from the, from the cup. know. I don't know, know, if, that was, I don't know <laughs> if that was a tradition or not, but I think they just wanted to see me drink from the cup. So I think a couple of rums and coats went, went in there and and, uh, and they went down really well, I must say. <laughs> and
1: Sandra, down through the years, have you just on the cup? Have you Got many trophies? Have you accumulated much um, paraphernalia from Greyhound racing?
3: Oh well, I had a, had a had a marathon dog years ago. Who um, got a dog called Langsvale Fire? He he won he won quite a few marathons around around the place. He won the last um, the last marathon at Wentworth Park actually over right. 969 metres, the last one they ever held there. He beat Arapina Miss in that race, and. Um, and he he broke I think five track records and he won the Mudgy marathon. I got a massive trophy. I mean I think the trophy bigger, was bigger than the prize money cheque. To be honest, you know yeah, it was probably yeah. worth more than that. But it's, yeah, I've got I've got a few things like that. I've got a, I've done a Jenny. Um, she she made a, lot, um, a laurels um, semi final for me a few few years ago and got unfortunately got knocked out in, in, in the semi. But when she was going to the lead. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, I've, I, and also back in the day when I trained, um, Alec Gritzer won a Rudy Hill Gold Cup for me out, out at um, out of Penrith, so that was over the strain distance as well. So I've still got that. I've still got that trophy at home, <laughs> sitting on the mantelpiece. I've got got a few things, but I think I'm going to need to buy buy a cabinet for Val Policella's ones. I think. <laughs> buy a bigger house. <laughs> <Or> buy, maybe <laughs> maybe an annex. <laughs> she'll have she'll need somewhere to sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely she will. She'll uh she'll have a, a place in your house for the rest of her life. I'm assuming once her career's oh, done, mo- Sandro. But
3: mo- most definitely she'll join a mum at home. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Now, last
0: one from me. Um, well, you just mentioned the mum. She, of course, whelped a repeat mating uh, the same day that Val Pollacella won the the gold cup. But I just wanted to touch on as well the fact that she now heads down to the meadows for the Zoom Top this Saturday. The box draws out later this afternoon, and the tab markets will closely follow off the back of that. But, um. Just looking at the field, uh, what are your initial thoughts?
3: Oh, it's a much tougher field than I think than than what was up there in Brisbane. Um, It's going to be a race a lot tighter, I think. Those those dogs. Um, We've got Palawar King. Unfortunately, couldn't make it to Queensland, and you know it'll be be good to try and try and get something back on him. uh, and, you know, Zahar is always a factor in the race. I mean, if he think it's a good run through on the rail. He's, he's he's a very strong dog as well, and and, and Jason Thompson's dog has to be res- definitely has to be respected because he's such a such a fast dog early, and you know, anything can happen. He can get a can get a real big break on on them, and he can run the time as he's shown in his last two runs. So. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting race. I just hope we get a safe passage and through and get a crack at it, really. That's that's really what I'm hoping
1: for. It is an interesting race because you're right, Zulu Blast has burst on the scene as far as stayer is concerned. I think he'd be long, long odds on uh, to be in front early and break that field up. But a lot of these dogs Mm. in this race don't have a terrible lot of pace, Sandro. So Mm. it's possible Val Policella might not be as far back as what she normally is and then she would be hard to beat
3: yeah well these days she seems to be um be uh, railing up a lot a lot harder than mm. um than she than she than she was early on in the piece and i guess i guess the key to her her win her winning will, will probably be being close enough to zulu blast and and being on the rail i think and, yeah. um you know and just getting that touch of luck that you need to to get through the gaps at the right time and um you know, I think she's definitely capable of winning it, but you know, obviously her type of right racing style is is one where she comes from behind normally and yeah, uh, you know, as you can see she could have easily have, on Thursday night could have easily ran up the back of the one dog and, and put herself out of place. Uh, but she did manage to get round them and uh, and and do what she did. Uh, yeah, we're just hoping for that. luck. Like, that's really what we're hoping for. Well, Sandra, yeah.
1: I, I think that this group won on Saturday night sort of speaks to the the rise and the rise of, of stayers. You know, we've got half a dozen realistic chances there. Some of them are young, some have got a little bit of age on them. But you know, it's uh, it augurs well for the future of stayers, uh, as yourself and Tony would know. So. Uh, All the very best as you venture south on Saturday night. Hopefully she can get the chocolates. Either way, she's going to be (laughs) hard to beat. And I've got no doubt at all that we'll be talking to you in the not-too-distant future. So thanks for your time this morning, Sandro.
3: Thanks, Jared. Thanks very much. And thanks, Kat. Thanks for having me on again. Cheers. There he
1: was, Sandro Bertini. Good to see good people winning big races.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Sandro's one of the good guys. He's put a lot into the industry over the years. So... Um, Yeah, it's great to see him getting the success he deserves.
1: Time for a short break. After that, we're going to catch up with Tom Cervellis.
4: Inglis Classic is the best value-healing sale in the Southern Hemisphere, producing more Australian stakes winners since 2018 that could have been bought for $100,000 or less than any other sale. Catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. Sale is at Riverside, February 11 to 13. for the most exciting two minutes in sports
2: the very best of u.s racing seven days a week
4: looking at lee can't catch always dreaming who's the 143rd winner of the kentucky derby
2: live and exclusive across the sky racing network
4: Hey, Todd Gurley here, catching all the Super Bowl action here at the Gold Coast Turf Club. Don't miss the Super Bowl viewing party at Aquas Park's Tab Auditorium. Feb 12th, book now. GCTC.com.au. We're on.
1: What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Heavy
5: track today. Who are you thinking? Mm,
4: not vibing risky lettuce. Getting sinker vibes.
3: Risky name. Feels risky.
5: Yeah, right. Though, it says on the Tab app she's firming. Ah. Don't just vibe it. Get expert tips and sky racing analysis in Tab's new race feed.
4: Yeah, actually, I'm getting swimmer vibes. Going with her. Of
5: course you are. Tab,
4: we're on.
1: Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
5: Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast from five thirty
4: on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Hey,
2: no. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time. is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network.
4: Hey, Todd Gurley here. Catching all the Super Bowl action here at the Gold Coast Turf Club. Don't miss the Super Bowl viewing party at Aquas Park's Tab Auditorium. Feb twelfth. book now. GCTC.com.au We're on.
1: What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit GamblingHelpOnline.org.au did you
4: know that English Classic is the only sale you could have purchased the winners of each of the Everest, Golden Slipper, Melbourne Cup and Blue Diamond in the past 10 years? Catalogue available now at English.com.au. Don't miss the sale at Riverside, February 11-13.
5: At TAB, we're on for faster live vision. You can now stream Sky 1 and Sky 2 action up to 14 seconds faster than ever before. So whether it's thoroughbreds, greyhounds or harness, you can now beat the jump with faster live sky racing vision. New on the TAB app. TAB. We're on.
1: Available on the TAB app to TAB account holders on the TAB iOS app. T's and C's apply. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
4: Don't miss high-stakes harness racing this March with the Sky Racing Carnival of Miracles at Club Menangle. Saturday, March 2, is the carnival opening with the Cordina Chicken Farms Chariots of Fire. Entry is free, so get your tickets now at clubmenangle.com.au.
5: Heavy track today. Who are you thinking? Mm,
4: not vibing risky lettuce. Getting
3: sinker vibes. Risky name. Feels risky.
5: Yeah, right. Though, it says on the tab app she's firming. Ah. Don't just vibe it. Get expert tips and Sky Racing analysis in Tab's new race feed.
4: Yeah, actually, I'm getting
1: swimmer vibes.
4: Going with her. Of course you are.
5: Tab, we're on.
1: Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
4: On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds.
2: Racing. That's nuts. Missed it on the inside. Well away. Chris is for grand. Duffman going forward down the outside. It wasn't me. At the first turn, getting wide. Kisses for grand. Checking. It wasn't me. And Duffman railed through to lead by a length over Kisses for grand. Six lengths away. Zooty followed by That's nuts. Further back in the field was It Wasn't Me. Tank engine and coffee blast down the side. Duffman raced away. Five clear. Over Kisses for grand. They're a mile in front of it. Wasn't me. But Duffman in front. Duffman. Vince Curry. Oh, yeah. Duffman won second home Kisses.
0: That was Duffman taking out the Vince Curry made a memorial on Saturday night. And we are lucky enough to be trained by, uh, joined by his trainer, Jetta Cutlack, now to have a, a bit of a chat about this progressive young pup. Good morning to you, Jetta. Good morning. First of all, uh, let's go back to how you got this uh, special little dog in your kennel. Um, he is an absolute superstar in the making, it looks like.
5: Yeah, look, when he was a puppy, um, one of our friends bred him, and I liked the pedigree of the litter straight away. It was close to a few good dogs that we've had before, and there was just something about him. You know, he had a bit of spunk. Um, so I said to Wayne, who bred them, hey, if you're not keeping this one, I won. And lucky for me, he picked another one. Um, so yeah, bought him as a young pup and bought him through, and now he's racing.
1: And Jenna, actually, I mentioned before the break that we were going to have Tom Savalas on, um, and we should touch on that before we go any further. Unfortunately, for Tom, the, the listeners who don't know, uh, lost his dad on Saturday morning, uh, Sunday morning. Nick Savalas, he'd been very, very sick for a long period of time, so he passed away. Uh, but it's business as usual. Tom had five runners in at Capella Bar on Sunday for five winners, and obviously, this is one of the most successful partnerships in Australia. Yourself. And, and Tom Savellis, and um, mm-hmm. just just watching him win the other night, uh, I think he's got a massive future.
5: Yeah, look, I hope so, and yeah, to touch on Nick, yeah, obviously, you know, it's pretty sombre around the place at the moment, um,
3: mm.
5: but yeah, you know, unfortunately with dogs, it is an everyday sort of thing, um, but look, he's definitely left his mark on, you know, Tom's career and then in turn mine, yeah. so yep, he's still sort of with us with everything we do, and yeah, I mean, to have those sort of results on Sunday um, after the bad news, it's hard to think there wasn't some sort of...
1: He was looking down. You know,
5: yeah, yeah.
0: Now, yeah. back back to Duffman Jeddah. What is the aim for him? I would have thought that he would probably be heading to Albion Park for a few novice races now.
5: Look, hopefully only one novice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's the sort of next step. Um, obviously... You know, you get a bit excited when um, he's done what he has done, but he's still just a baby. He's only had three starts, so either need to knock off the novice and then go from there.
1: He's actually in there on Thursday night. I see. The, I had a look at the draw last night. He's got the blue in race one, only a field of seven. Um, but watching his races at Ipswich, Jetta, he's desperate for the inside, and we saw that again in that final last week where he just cut across and never left that fence around the first turn.
5: He is, yeah. He's probably the hardest railer we've ever had, especially in the last couple of years. Um, but he does tend to go sort of straight out of the boxes, so mm-hmm. not too bad. But then his first split, you know, isn't his best asset either. He's not slow early, um, but he also doesn't fly out. So hopefully he gets a bit of luck in another cart to the rail. Um, but once he's on it, yeah, he won't move.
0: So that's Duff, man. That uh, is on Thursday night. You'll no doubt be heading to Albion Park with him. But a little bit earlier on the day on Thursday, uh, there's also heats of the Richmond at Casino over the 620-metre journey and uh, someone's going to have to take the, the trek down to the Northern Rivers because you've got mm-hmm. four runners in down there. Let's just touch on them quickly. In the first heat, you've got Sorority and Sinesha. Um Obviously, all four of yours went around in the Gold Cup finals, uh, Gold Cup final at Albion Park last week. Sorority ran fifth in that and Sinesha ran eighth in um, just first of all, touch on those two girls in the opening heat.
5: Yeah, so they were a bit unlucky on Thursday night, but the Sorority loves being near the rail. Actually, they both do. Um, so if they can sort of get a sit there, I think they've got a good chance. Um, sorority is probably more likely of the two to lead. Um, but yeah, no, they've both been racing really well.
0: And on uh, the second heat, you've also got Pursuer and Scintillate going around, drawn in boxes two and three. So uh, they
5: look well positioned there as well. Yeah, yeah, and basically same as the other girls. You know, they're just, they're good stayers. So hopefully they get a bit of luck.
1: They're good fields there, but obviously it's an advantage, Jetta to draw near the inside at uh, at Casino. So you'd think they'd be pretty hard to beat, all of those four.
5: Look, I'd hope so. Yeah, they've been racing well, so hopefully they just, you know, stay consistent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, who's making the the track down? Is Tommy heading down?
5: Look, we haven't really um, worked it out, but I'd say so. He does. Um, he doesn't mind racing at Casino, and he'll probably enjoy getting home a little bit earlier than I would from Albion. So. <laughs>
1: Jennifer, if I can just ask you on, on the arrangement, not so much yours personally, but overall, I find it a little bit strange that in racing and harness racing in this day and age, you can list partnerships as trainers. Um, and, you know, obviously they've been so successful. It's pretty obvious to all and sundry what happens here, yet they haven't really broached that in greyhound racing yet. Is that something you'd be keen to
5: push? Um, look, I'm sure there's positives and negatives to it. Um, you know, we obviously make do by not, having things listed as a partnership. So, hmm. um, look, it doesn't really sort of affect us too much. Um, it would be interesting if something like that did come in and sort of how the arrangement would work. Um, obviously, they do do it in other codes, but, you know, it's not not sort of something that we think about that much.
1: No, well, from what I can see, you're the dominant partner anyway. You're the one that's there every <laughs> Thursday night getting the dogs out clean. You're there after the last and Tommy's up socialising.
5: Look, there's a lot more to racing than just going to the track. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Very diplomatic. He he does do a lot at home.
0: Well, you've got a big Thursday coming up, Jeddah. Obviously, the four runners in the heats of the Richmond at Casino. And then Duffman goes around at Albion Park on Thursday night. So best of luck with them all moving forward throughout their careers. And thank you for joining us this morning.
5: Thank you very much.
0: That was Jedda Cutlack, a big team they've got in work. Daff, and as we were just touching on as well, great to see them getting some success on. What was a sad week for the for the crew?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, and you're quite right about the success they've had. They've been riding on that crest of a wave for well, for months and months now, it seems. And uh, yes, uh, whilst Nick had been very, very sick, as I said, and unfortunately uh, what happened was always going to happen. But as Jeddah said, uh, life goes on, um, so the dog's still got to be... Fed, raced, uh, trialed, etc. But um, I, I know you were taken by Duffman's performance the other night as well, and he ran, he put the time on the board as well, 30, 32, after finding a little bit of strife early. So he's young, but uh, be interesting to see firstly what price he is on Thursday night, and secondly how he goes.
0: Definitely, does look like a hot young one on the way through, and that I mean the Vince Curry always throws up a few good dogs. So, sure. um, but there does look to be a, a number of real hot youngsters coming through uh, this year in particular. Um, That just about wraps us up. Daft the box draw for the two group ones at the Meadows will be conducted uh, later this afternoon and that will be on the Meadows Facebook pages for those looking around. Okay. And straight off the back of that, um, I've spoken to the boys at TAB and they will have the markets up uh, this uh, this evening as well. So if anyone wants to have a bet.
1: Outstanding. I know we've spoken at length about the Zoom top uh, and Valpolicello, et cetera, but... That sprint race is going to be something else. For those who are unaware, Dutch Wright, who, of course, won the pause of Thunder, has picked up an injury, so he will be out. And this throws uh, some interest into the race. Idolise. Uh, she gets a run as a reserve. Now, there's a bit of sp- uh, speed in that race, explicit, uh, this sensational youngster, Scalacci Morton, uh, even big energy on occasion. So it's going to be a fascinating race, firstly, with the box draw, and secondly, to see how it's run on Saturday night. And, of course, you'll be there.
0: Absolutely, we will be. Um, And just touching on Idolize, I was actually very surprised when the fields came out. I thought she was a bit stiff not to get in. Not to get a run, yeah. Yeah, I do know how hard it is, though, obviously, being involved in uh, Top Gun selection panels. You can't put every dog in the race, but, um, you know, unfortunate for connections of Dutch Riot, but it's good to see the old girl um, in there. And she's going to add plenty of intrigue to the race just because of that early speed that she does have. Lastly, from me, Duff, just to wrap things up, I got a press release this morning that, Our our friend Daniel Wiseman has been appointed as the permanent CEO of the New South Wales Greyhound Breeders Owners and Trainers Association. So um, that was a nice press release to see this morning. And uh, we'll try and get Daniel on for a chat next week, I would have thought, just to... Uh, go through what his plans are moving forward, but some, uh, some positive news for the industry to wrap things up on.
1: And, of course, the news on the weekend that Brenton Scott uh, will be heading to South Australia to head things up uh, down there. Obviously, they haven't had the best of times over the last few weeks with some some of these reports coming out, but I'm sure Brenton, with his background, uh, will be the man to get things back on the right path down there. So all the very best to Brenton Scott in South Australia, I think his appointment starts the middle of March. So that's going greyhounds for another week. Uh, looking forward to this massive meeting at the Meadows on Saturday night, Kat, and your input next Tuesday.
0: Beautiful. Looking forward to it, Daph.